Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, after a long and distinguished career in broadcast journalism, Jon Snow retired from anchor duties on Channel 4 News last year, but that doesn't mean he stopped working. He's already presented documentaries on Channel 4 and today has published The State of Us, the good news and bad news about our society. John, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's a great treat to be on News Talk. Uh, now, part of the book deals with the media and how perhaps, now you use Grenfell as, a, as an example of this, but, but many things seem to happen where to a degree the mainstream media is surprised by them and perhaps they're a bit out of touch as to what modern Britain is actually like. I think Grenfell was a, a startling wake-up for everybody, including the media. Nobody expected in this day and age for a modern block of flats to be completely incinerated by a fire. Um, It it was a very, very shocking event, and I think probably deserved the nature of the coverage that it got. In general, though, I mean, and let's say, let's use Brexit as an example, there was perhaps a degree of surprise uh, the way the the result of the vote went. Uh, did that indicate perhaps a, a, a lack of a, the media being slightly out of touch with perhaps what many parts of England were feeling at that time? I think it's much more a signal of most people not even understanding what on earth it was all about. Brexit, <laughs> what a terrible word. I mean, a lot of people had no, no means of disentangling what it actually meant. And there was a lot of propaganda flying about. The campaign was, you know, ranged from the irresponsible to the bonkers. Um and and I think that a lot of assumptions were made that people would just take it and and vote, you know, to to remain in Europe. Um, it's a devastating reality uh, that they voted the other way, and it's something we're finding very hard to live with. Yeah, but though the fact that so many people did vote that way, it, is the inequality in Britain to some degree a factor in this? I have no doubt that it is, but I think it would be too simplistic to suggest that um, it was simply the people at the bottom end of society who couldn't understand Brexit. Fundamentally, I don't think anybody really understood Brexit and what terrible damage it was going to do to us uh, to to leave the uh, European Union. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the polls seem to indicate that most people now regret that decision in Britain. Is it a political reality that it could ever be reversed? Not yet. I mean, it's very difficult to see Europe even having the patience to put up with doing it again. I, I, I'm sure that sentiment in Europe is to get Britain back in in the in in the medium term future, but I don't see any prospect of doing it immediately at all. Yeah, and and and, and the, the falsehoods perhaps that were that that were uh, um, trotted out during that campaign. Who would you point the finger at for? perpetrating those falsehoods? Well, I mean, it, it would be to over-egg the influence of the Daily Express, but <laughs> Express itself did sum up the kind of absurd arguments that were being made for leaving Europe. Um, and there's no doubt that a number of the right-wing politicians played with that sort of media coverage uh, to make their case. Do you think they believed it? Well, uh, what is belief when it comes to that sort of extreme politics? Um, 
I presume they must have done. I, I don't know why they want to wreck the country for something they didn't understand. So what is it? I mean, you've interviewed, I mean, you, you know, you've interviewed Boris Johnson. You're familiar with many of these people. So the, the, like, what kind of Britain did they want? And is that Britain even possible? I think it was very difficult to get a clear idea of what kind of a Britain they wanted. They wanted the past, I guess. But they never talked about empire, thankfully. Um, but uh, the, the argument of the people who wanted to leave was pretty threadbare. But the problem was there was a sentiment in the country that in some way believed that it was possible to have an independent, standalone Britain back to the sort of good old days where we fought the Germans, um, all that sort of stuff. Uh, it was a horrible campaign. It was unreal. It didn't connect with, I think, what many people still regarded as modern times. The, the deal that Rishi Sunak has, has brokered, do you think that's going to hold? Yes, I think that, that sounds pretty good. I must say, you mean for Northern Ireland? And yes, all that? yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's a fine piece of work if, if it sustains. Um, and I think it will. I mean, as far as I've been able to you know, ascertain, it, it looks as if the deal they've got is very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and, and so presumably then in turn and in time that uh, the UK can go about devising a new kind of relationship with the European Union. Well, that I'm sure is what everybody hopes, yes. I mean, um, I'm actually surprised that they managed to pull off such a deal so soon after we behaved so badly. Uh, but I suppose everybody needed a deal, uh, and that was the reason why. Yeah, I think that's true. It was real politique. Yeah. But even so, sometimes uh, ancient sentiment gets in the way of it. You, you do, like, the, the title of the book is The Good News and the Bad News. What's the good news? Oh, the good news? Well, it's, it's, it's a lovely country to live in. <laughs> There's no question about that. Uh, it's a beautiful country. Uh, the welfare state works pretty well. Uh, the National Health Service works pretty well. I mean, the infrastructure works good. Um, you know, I don't think that the absurd decision to leave Europe in any way really describes Britain. Uh, it describes some people who think they could go back to a past Britain. But um, I don't think I don't think we should be judged solely on that. In Europe in general, particularly the war in Ukraine, um, what's your take on that? Do you see it going on for a long time? Do you think there is a genuine threat uh, from Russia to Western Europe? I don't know about Western Europe, but I think that they're They've started on a on a journey which doesn't finish as far as the way in which they describe it until they've actually grabbed hold of Ukraine. And, you know, the question is, how much risk is the are the Western powers going to invest in trying to save the country? Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's very hard to forecast. There are times when I think that Putin is in very serious trouble. I, I, I remember a shot on television about 18 months ago. He was being briefed by his foreign minister. Putin sat one end of a 22-foot table, or maybe more. Uh, he sat at one end. There was nobody else at the table except the foreign minister who was 22 yards 
further down the table. Um, and it really spoke incredibly strongly of a Soviet leader who was actually worried about sitting too close to his own foreign minister. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, or maybe a foreign minister who was scared of sitting close to Putin. Um, well, that could be, maybe in a mutual arrangement. But nevertheless, you know, I can't help feeling that we will suddenly be surprised that actually he had, does indeed fall on his sword and have to leave. Yeah, I suppose only only time will tell on that. For, for, for you, after uh, um, Channel 4 News, and you did have that recent series on, on Channel 4, are you going to continue with, with uh, TV work? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm making the odd documentary, and uh, I've just written a book, which was published yesterday, which is why we're speaking to each other, I guess. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I've made three or four documentaries so far and another couple in the pipeline. Right, okay. And because you're doing kind of slightly different work now, does that mean you're not buying ties anymore? Uh, you know, I, my wardrobe wouldn't take anymore. That's the problem. <laughs> but in truth, in truth, I mean, documentary work is a wonderful break from news. I mean, it is very rewarding. You can mm. do wonderful things in documentaries. Well, best of luck uh, with the book. The name of that book is The State of Us. John Snow, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Very kind of you. All the best. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.